0: But, like, when our show topic is being prolonged by us talking about banging people in Mass Effect, oh, it's like, so what good. are we doing?
1: It's, va- it's video so game good. banging, though. Yeah. It's not- <laughs> Mashy Soup, this is the only podcast I listen to. Damn right, That's Mashy. the right keep answer. It it's that's the only right podcast
2: you need. That's why I don't listen <laughs> to anyone else except for us and my government conspiracy <laughs> Bigfoot alien. Well, because you need to keep
1: abreast of government conspiracies. sounds pretty good. Welcome, this is the Fankeeper Podcast, episode number 110, our impromptu Minecraft Game Club episode. Uh, Minecraft, this is a wonderful game, and we will talk about it at length, and we will probably talk about it again, because it is so good, and because we didn't get to play multiplayer, and we we definitely want to do that together, Mm -hmm. because I think that'll just be all kinds of wacky good fun. But, let me introduce myself and my co-host today, my name is Garrett Rosa, with me my usual astute... Game Club Knots, which we should try and really get people to say, because I think that's a cool thing. You want
0: that to be the new jam? Game Club Knots. Game Club Knots. That rolls <laughs> right off the
1: top. No, it doesn't. But, <laughs> Game Club Knot, number one, Ben Kerrigan. Hey there. Drinking a delicious bourbon this evening, delicious. what I've heard. Uh, and then, far off in the land of PlayStation Vitas okay. and tablets from, from Sony, Matt Hawkins. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> to think about that. Just, a I, yeah. Good evening. So, yes, <laughs> we're gonna. We have a live audience with us today, despite uh, only telling them about fifteen minutes before, or even less, that we were going to be doing a podcast on Twitch TV slash Fan Gamer. Got Mashy Soup, RCM Woodward, Matt Skullrick, uh Doctor the Punisher, Mashy Soup. I think I already said that one. Marty's here. If you'd like to join us, follow us on the Twitters, twitter.com slash fangamer. We will tweet about it, and you can come watch. Otherwise, you can just listen to this later on itunes or wherever you It's gonna be like to
0: so many good jams before and after and stuff i mean oh man I was, listen, listen to after
1: anyway. I was listening to some starship amazing because they've been stuck in my head today for some weird reason and it was awesome and that's it's why we plan, were late usually. by 15 minutes because i was like Whoa. i don't know it's any
0: so starship amazing song that's 15 minutes long no because sure. it
1: was it was several songs okay. i was like oh man this sounds really good too <laughs> what am i gonna do I'm um, have to listen to it. Oh, well. I was still getting the podcast set up while I did it. Anyway, what we usually like to do to start off the show is just talk about how our week has been, talk about any video games we've been playing, that sort of thing. Um, I think we're going to throw the ball over to Matt first. Mm-hmm. Matt, how has your week been? What have you been up to?
2: Uh, my week's been uh, pretty laid back. I haven't really done much of anything other than working and resting. It's a holiday weekend this weekend. Um, It was the
1: first for you. (laughs) Kids, rest of us are working.
2: Well, you know. Well, the thing is, normally (laughs) I don't don't take bank holidays off, but this year, for whatever reason, or this in this instance, uh, my clients all said, "No, you can take the day off." And I've been working so hard on so many things. I gladly took the chance to just digest, and uh, I made I made a cake. It's my first time ever making a cake. What?
1: Okay, first, people never tell you. The older you get, the less vacations you get that are holidays. Like, yes, I yeah. get like three days off a year that are holidays, yeah. and that's yeah. really sad. So, um, and then even college, you don't really get like. It's pretty rainy. It's, pretty it's really sad. It's much, yeah. Also, what kind of cake did you make?
2: Um, <laughs> it, it was a. Uh,
1: I like cake.
2: It was. Uh, it was uh, whatever I had. So right now, I'm in this weird... I shouldn't really be talking about this.
1: Oh, boy. But, yeah, uh, these are the best stories.
2: It's one of those things where, like, you just start a job, so it takes a while for the money to kick in. And, and then, then you it, make a cake. And then, yeah, so basically, like, all right, well, I can't really go out and party all night long, so I'm just going to make food uh, with whatever I have lying around the apartment. And, hey, I see. I see. my ex-girlfriend used to bake a lot of cakes. I never baked the cake. And there's still some ingredients lying around. So I'm going to make a yellow cake with pink frosting because... Oh, that yeah, sounds that delicious. Because the, cho- awesome. the chocolate frosting is, uh, is expired. So I made a cake. I watched... Like, can that
1: really go bad? Really? Like, it's just I don't sugar. think it can. I mean, it would have to be like, I don't know, like bomb shelter old, I would think. Like yeah, when people well... had that there. You didn't eat it, though, did you? Or it would have
2: to be like buttercream or whatever. Uh, Frosting can get bad. But the pink frosting was was okay until May 2012, which is this year. But I ended up using the rest of it uh, in this glorious cake that was pretty delicious. So, uh, you know, I've been just literally sitting on my ass. Is
1: this a foray into either Matt going insane from not having any money to buy food or uh, into becoming an awesome chef? and making delicious I foods
2: I would I'd like to say the latter. Uh, okay. I, we, I think Matt would is like just to hear back line on this his house of Yeah, yeah. So, what are some
1: other fun foods.
2: So, basically I've been eating cake. I've been watching um Stephen Lawman season 2 is on Netflix. It's oh, my man. favorite reality show. <laughs> but mostly I've been playing last I we recorded um, The Vita had not arrived, but it mm-hmm. did arrive the next day on Valentine's Day that was my date and I've been playing Vita all week
1: long, oh, man. And uh, yeah. so, me and Ben are getting our Vita Vitas very soon here, and we're going to do a show about it next week. And we're going to have uh, Corey Schmitz on, who we never actually had him on the show. No, have we haven't. We've, uh, he's worked with a Track Mode with us as well to do different cool shirts that you probably own. He gets around the people. Everybody know. Everybody knows Corey in the world. Uh, if you don't, you will soon. And he's going to talk about. The PlayStation Vita with us—that'll be fun. But without talking too much about what you'll obviously talk about next week, Matt. um, Just initial impression—you like having a good time with it? You think, yeah? I think
2: every single aspect of the Vita screams Sony saying, "We effed up in the past, and we really (laughs) we want to make it up." Every like, I'm really impressed by the Vita. You know, like including the interface. The interface is the best part. Like, uh, okay. Especially
1: from someone who complains about interfaces, interfaces... all the time, yeah. ...daily.
2: It's intuitive. has gotta be a lot. It's intuitive, it's different. I don't get all these people bitching about, oh, the music! I love the music. It's not as great as Nintendo Shop Channel music, but it's up there. I like jazzy, ambient background music with Japanese tinge. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it blows away the, the PlayStation 3, the cross-media bar, whatever whatever they call mm-hmm. it. It just, yeah. it, it works very well... There's little tiny flourishes which you'll you guys will discover. I think it's yeah. the interface, the hardware. It's very well done. Battery oh, man, life is man, not, man. the battery life is not it's as exciting. great as it could be, but you know, you know that could be fixed. I'm, get, the
1: I'm getting psyched now. Before I, I was like, I don't know, this could be another dud. Hope this the, goes well. I
2: mean, my my <laughs> big fear is that it may still be a dud just because I don't know... You need,
1: you need the software.
2: The software. The software thus far, I think, is pretty strong. But, I, you know, even yeah. more than the software. Just public perception and interest. In, oh, uh, right. Yeah, that's more than anything else. I mean, like, you know, this is for the news, but, like, you know, the, DS, the 3DS is doing really well, better than people mm-hmm. expected, And hopefully the Vita will, you know... Generally speaking, whenever it comes to video games, it's always two platforms. And now in people's minds, it's iOS... And it's 3ds, and will Vita be able to survive? Will they
1: make it? Huh. Yeah, much do you want to say, Ben.
0: Uh, I have a quick, like, sort of utility question. Uh, this yes. podcast will be uh, being released on the release date, yes. so like, people going out and buying it, um, give us like three, three games that you would suggest people to buy oh, if they're thinking about picking. Very it
1: good, Ben. Okay. Good idea.
0: Um, I bet
1: you Dungeon Hunter is not one oh of them. Like, just a hunch.
0: No. Or Michael Jackson Experience,
2: <laughs> oh, which isn't that bad. It's not that bad. It's. Yeah. I heard. It's okay. it's okay. It's not on my top three or top ten, but... Uh, not
0: worth $4 or no, $40.
2: not $40. Um, I would definitely, at the top of my list, would be the uh, Katamari game, Touch My Katamari. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh,
1: man, I've got to add that to mine because it was not on my list at all.
2: It's the best portable version of Katamari by far. It has... Would you precise. say
0: it matches up to the console ones, the good console ones?
2: Uh, yeah. It's a few notches below, but it, it can hang. Okay. It can definitely hang. Okay. okay. Uh, this got good music. Good music. The music's okay. A lot of it's okay. remixes of older of older tunes. Mm.
1: I like old stuff. I'm old. Yeah. I will say
2: it, <laughs> it has the best storyline out of all of them.
1: Yeah. Okay. I've heard. Yeah.
2: Um, so okay. You've got tune that. Tune? Um, uh, I've enjoyed Wipeout quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. Just because it offers. I a like
1: Wipeout a lot too, though.
2: It offers a brand new control scheme, which has not been seen before, and it makes better sense. You know, as a Controlling the game, you know, independent mm-hmm. of the fact that it's on a handheld. Like, maybe I just don't know my wipeouts, but there's a brand new control method that seems more natural. It works for me. Where air braking with the the shoulder buttons has never felt that effective, but they mm-hmm. they change it up so it is really effective. So it actually does work. And okay. it's hard for me to recommend it, but a Escape Plan is has been really enjoyable thus far. And I escape think what, what is plan? that? I've never even heard. That. This, is this? It's this weird. Um, it's black and white. It's like a puzzle-ish type of... I mean, I really feel... Okay, so I'm not gonna... Escape Plan, I haven't played it that much enough. I'll replace that with Rayman Origins. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I haven't even heard of Escape Plan,
0: though. Now, Um, Now, um... That game you were talking about—the the Army Corps of Hell or
2: whatever—the zombie this, Pikmin I, game. I, Army yeah. Corps like of that?
1: Hell. I just saw this in the Amazon list. What and is this? It's like it's, it's a like, big skull on
2: it. It's Pikmin but with demons. It's it's, it's oh it's not that great. No so it's, good. It's no not good. No good. Okay. Pikmin
1: with demons not good. Yeah.
2: What? I will say though, like not to the one game that everyone loves to death, Lumines. You know what? Mm-hmm. Unless it's Mondo Grosso, I don't care. It just, oh. yeah, just it's just I'm just so the
0: thing for me is I'm gonna. I'm gonna get that because I've never played Luminous, and I think oh, I would no. really like
1: it. So you it is, would, but don't get this one. This isn't the good one. It
2: is. What? It's, yeah, it's not the The first good one. one's the good one. It's the well, best okay. one.
0: Question: Can I download the
2: original one on the Ugh. PlayStation Store? I haven't. Store? I haven't seen it. It might. It's hard to say. Do you have a.
1: You have a PSP, so you have a PSP. Oh Gosh, you have a PS2. You might have to buy it.
2: You I don't a PS- have a PSP. Do you, have you have a, a PS2. PSP? No.
1: Yeah, he has a PS2, but you know, there's no Lumines for PS2. Yeah.
2: Is there? Yeah. Whoa! Get the. I don't know.
1: I,
0: I heard the I heard the Vita one was pretty good. Uh, I think I'll give it a try.
1: It's the music that makes that yeah, game. It's the music. And, the and if the person music... just had a like great it? like house, I don't know. Like if, if it's like a record, like people don't do music like a record anymore. You just buy the song you want. This had yeah. a really good flow. Yeah. It was okay. cool.
2: This the first Luminous soundtrack was amazing. Because yeah. the thing is, okay. is like unless the music's really got to you, the the game can get pretty monotonous and boring. Mm-hmm. Fair just, enough. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, you still someone, try it. But
0: someone, let me know if uh, I can cop that shit on yeah. the uh, PlayStation Store. But um,
1: yeah. um, there's a question for you, uh, right now in yeah. the chat map forum. Zave, he wants to know how does MJ the experience work on a portable system.
2: It's um, it's a lot of, it's basically an iPhone game. There's prompts. <laughs> to touch the screen, you know, like, tap the screen, swipe the screen, stuff oh, like that. kind
1: of like um, uh, Leapy uh, Agents, Leapy Agents. It's guys.
2: it's a little sort of like that, but it's a little different. It's, okay, you know, it's like it's like that, except it has Michael Jackson music, which is really good, but in the middle of the screen, you see, a, like, a polygonal MJ dance, and they just don't have it. It's like, they, okay. they didn't get them right. It just looks a little... Wacky. It's it's like him. I'm not an MJ expert, but it's like when he was doing dance moves from that Wizard of Oz remake, uh, the the Wiz, where he just acts like really, like he's a poorly controlled puppet that has that just doesn't have any finesse. That's how MJ oh. is like in the game. So,
1: oh, um, okay, that's yeah. too bad. Right. But yeah,
2: but real quick, the Rayman Origins is really good. I'm enjoying it. Um, the cool thing is when you're playing, you can literally pinch and zoom into the screen which sounds sort of dumb, but it really highlights how beautiful the animation is, how good the graphics is. So it's, you know, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, yes. Okay.
1: All right. Exciting Vita talk more next week with Corey Schmitz. Yes. Hopefully. Yeah. Now that I've said he's here, he'll probably end up getting sick. I won't be able to be on the show. <laughs> yeah, or I was about to say. I've uh, kind but of jinxed know, it. Oh, I'll well. Um, ben, how you doing, buddy? How's your week been?
0: Alright, it's been an okay week, aside from how I blew my tire out yesterday and Aww. begrudgingly missed school on this fine holiday that I shouldn't have Dang. had. Dang. Dang. Oh but no, school. <laughs> I
1: have to play the video games.
0: Shoot. <laughs> no. Um I played a lot of Minecraft today, we'll get into that later. But I also got rhythm heaven fever this oh. week.
1: Some and uh, as people playing on... at your standing desk and
0: Woo. <laughs> Well if if you've been looking on the YouTubes, I, I put a video called How One Should Play Rhythm Heaven.
1: <laughs> I did not watch that, but I did. Yeah, see
0: it. it's 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 an instructional video and I think everyone should take it. It's important its for people to yeah, try that. It's very important. Either <laughs> way, anyway, it's a very good game. It's one of like the most Is it fun. as
1: hard as the I found the DS one very difficult. Despite it not it was good, I just I was not good at it.
0: Um I think it is as hard, but for different reasons. Like I think a reason that the um, the DS version might have been a little hard is because like the control scheme was a little complicated. Mm-hmm. And um, with the Wii version, like there are only two buttons you use. But I feel they sort of use that as an excuse to make the whole game a little bit more difficult as a whole. Hmm. But I I don't have a problem with it. I think it's phenomenal, and I love it a lot. That's my favorite game this year so far
2: oh
1: okay well, right on the games, list for next year I mentioned it last it.
2: time but I find it easier to play than the DS version just because mm-hmm. you know when you're tapping on a DS the the, the, the view screen can get sort of get shaken if you're really pressing hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on the Wii it's that problem goes out the window and it, you you're, for it, sure it's, it's like Ben says like you're not swiping things there's less you're just hitting buttons or let going a button on on a, on a specific activities such like that so but if you don't have rhythm like i do it's it's going to be a struggle
0: yeah it's it's a it's a rough time but they have like tutorials before every stage and i think they're pretty helpful they make sure that you know what you're doing before you uh, that was one of the problems
1: i had like i think this is when they want me to tap okay (laughs) that was kind of right a little bit not all the way right so cool all right any other games any other fun times
0: Um, Skyward Sword still, that's a good game, except they, uh, set me up with, like, two environments back-to-back that I'm not really thrilled about, like, um, the second dungeon is, like, in, like, the whole volcano area, like, per usual, and then the third one's in a desert, and, like, those are really similar, I mean, like, the desert has, like, very cool elements to it, where, like, you sort of turn back time in specific areas to, like, make it a more lush environment and stuff, and interact with the past and stuff like that, and that's kind of cool. But in the end, like, I'm not really having a lot of fun with this area. Really? And I hope no. to see a, Not really. Like, um, one of the main puzzles in this whole area is, like, you have to run through this quicksand. Yeah. And they have you doing that a lot. And I don't understand why they thought that would be fun. Because that's not fun. <laughs> uh,
2: I don't I, I didn't think it was unfun. I just thought it was part of the environment. And you're like, okay, that's just what I'm going to do. But the, some of the puzzles, in, like, have you beaten the, the, um, the desert? dungeon yet. No, 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 no. Some, I... of the, some of the time travel puzzles are so ingenious. It's like, okay. I think it's brilliant. And, but you are right. Like, when I was playing, it's like, yeah, I, I was just in a very yellowish environment and now I'm in another mm-hmm. very yellowish yeah. environment. So it would have been better if they put the water level in between. But, yeah, you know. It's...
0: I think so. So do things get a little more colorful from here on out, Matt? Get yes. Getting scared.
2: Yeah. Okay, no, no, you'll, you'll be fine. But again, like, for me, I enjoyed the, the interactions, the activities so much that that didn't you're reacting more negatively to it than i did initially i just thought mm. oh, that's sort of peculiar but life goes on but as the game gears up and again i think that the the beauty of the game is the tools that you get are constantly upgraded and refined and used yeah. in all these different environments that that it'll you know you, you won't you won't be worrying about that or you won't be complaining about it so you're fine okay yeah
1: cool mm. okay um, let's see. I'll talk about what I've been up to. Let's see. I was up in Seattle briefly for Friday, Saturday. I got to see John and Sabrina and cool. John's really gotten into Legos and has many <laughs> Legos throughout his house now. I guess a friend of his has like a discount at that store. So how, do, how
0: does Sabrina feel about that?
1: At first, I thought she was not going to be down, and then she showed <laughs> me the um, the Hogwarts ones they had, oh, and she okay. was down. She was like, look at our... We have the, the bank from the Gringotts, and mm-hmm. she's like, look, we made Olly Vonders, and so I was like, oh, okay. That's why John gets to buy so many Legos, because Sabrina's totally yeah. down with it. I guess they have like, a little family time. They get together, they watch like Lord of the Rings, because Sabrina loves that, and then they build Legos together. It's it's actually it's pretty cute. cute Is there Lord that, of the yeah. Ring
2: Legos, or are they just...
1: There's going to be actually and I heard she's very excited about those. Well so. do they
2: but do they watch Harry Potter and put the Harry Potter logos?
1: No, them? I they Lord of the Rings. Like Sabrina oh. loves Lord of the Rings. She just bought that Blu ray with like the twenty hours of extra content <laughs> like the ridiculously long like she got that and was actually excited about it. So hey, um they've nice been one. they're gonna play that. I also got to see uh Chris Furness who just had his kid yeah. a couple weeks about that ago. Baby. That baby is adorable. Oh my gosh. Cause it's half as we white. see on Twitter it's, a lot. It's yeah. a half white dude, half Asian girl. And
2: it's so
1: <laughs> cute. Got the it, cheeks.
2: Speaking as a half white, half Asian, we make the best mixes. It's
1: true. It's, like, <laughs> it's very true. As people can see in the video chat, you're like, oh man, Matt's looking good. <laughs> but the the kid is uh, very healthy and happy. Very big baby. About 11 pounds. Right out of the shoot. Right man. That's... That's big for baby. Apparently, the normal size is like six, seven-ish. Seven so, big baby, um, but mom and dad are doing very well. And we saw them, gosh, it was only like a week and a half after after they had the kid. And yeah. they were looking pretty well put together. They were not completely falling apart at the seams. <laughs> they were having guests over. The They're house was looking people. okay. Yeah, they were doing really good. And I was like... Oh, you guys, I'm really happy that when we came to hang out with you, it wasn't like, oh, God, they really want us here for, like, ten seconds and then they want us to leave because they're <laughs> just... No, they had their their stuff together, which was good. Um, besides that, though, I have been playing um, a fair amount of games other than, obviously, Minecraft. I have uh, continued my trek through Mass Effect and trying to find yeah. some some stuff for Game Club. And I, I came to somewhat of an epiphany that I... Th- might be controversial, but I think might be the, the what I'm what I'm going for at this game club. Uh-oh. Bioware has a certain style of RPG they do, and I honestly think it's what I would like to introduce Ben to more than what Mass Effect Two is. So I've been playing through Mass Effect Two. I've got about twenty seven hours in. It's still really good, but it is very different than that Western RPG ben style. KOTOR. Yeah. And, but then KOTO was Star Wars and Ben does not like Star Wars. So I thought, oh, if only they had made a game that wasn't Star Wars, but used the same engine. Man, I wish that. And then I thought, oh, they did. They did make a game like that. And it's a game that I actually like a lot, or at least remember is this very fondly, Jade Empire, which most people knocked off saying it wasn't that good. I actually think it's pretty decent. If nothing else, it would be a great game club game because not very many people have played it.
2: <laughs>
1: well, oh no uh-oh. we're getting those, the like... grumbly old man face over in sector Matt. Uh, oh no what these... what you don't like jade empire you don't like the ramp- the rampant racism throughout yeah oh. it's like Woodward's down.
2: it's more goofy white people making the animu. <laughs> yeah okay but do
1: you yeah. disagree that it is not a good example of a bioware rpg pre mass effect 2 it's, you know like the...
2: it's essentially uh kotar but with like a Asian mysticism in Japan, that, yeah, or yeah, China, China, China. racist. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, um, but yeah, like I think that would be a good one because I mean we can comment on well now they took it away from Kortor and tried to do it in a different universe and what that was about.
2: Wait, and... so it was released outside of Xbox One?
1: No, just just Xbox One.
2: Oh okay,
0: <laughs> okay. I don't know how I'm gonna play that game then. Yeah.
1: Man, why don't you have at least a three hundred and sixty? Then we could just get you the game. You could play it on that.
2: Everyone has a three hundred and sixty. If thing.
0: that was the if that was the case, I could have played Mass Effect.
1: That is true. I guess that's true, is yeah. it? <laughs> I didn't
2: think of that.
1: <laughs> I didn't <laughs> really think of that.
2: Oh, man, Can't you buy an Xbox One at a garage sale for like? Six bucks. Yeah, I, I don't want one. Do you I have someone you can borrow an
1: original Xbox from, and I will, I will get you that game.
2: You could turn into a media center, put like a whole bunch of like emulators and Super Nintendo. And <laughs> oh wait, <the laughs> but computer, I have a Super computer, Nintendo. The Punisher says
1: it's on Steam. Oh, it is. Okay, well, is it work on the Mac on Steam? Probably yeah. not. I mean, that's I, probably I, asking a lot. I, I'm, I'm just, just saying. What are you saying, Ben? What are you saying, Ben? <laughs> what are you I'm just saying,
0: what's wrong with Mass Effect? <laughs>
1: You are like. Trying you tell me to how Mass Effect is so going. Much. Have you a installed Windows okay, no. on your Mac? I'm just saying, like, b it, it is it gonna to run?
0: No, it would run.
1: Are you, are you sure? Pretty sure. <laughs> I like your optimism, but, but like,
0: I I think if we're gonna play a game that like isn't Mass Effect, like I, that's the thing. It's like I wasn't against Kotor. I was mm. against not Mass Effect.
1: Okay, this this is this is the breakdown. If you can freaking get it to work, we will play it. Sure, right, okay, but I'm
0: just saying, like, if I can't, then can I play Kotar on my Mac? Yes. Okay, then oh. we can do that.
1: Oh, yeah. okay.
2: <laughs> I don't even like Star Wars anymore. I want to play this Kotar game, so...
1: Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, well, that's settled then. There we go. We're going to take a short break and put in a segment here. It'll be exciting. Stay tuned. Okay, let's let's do some. Okay, we'll oh, call this soup. we'll call this fan Gamer news and feedback mailbag. Fangamer news, just just in. I don't have any. Um, Rest in peace, Office Cam. No, they're moving no. offices. Yep. That is. Well, no,
0: no, fun. no. That is actual news. They're not doing Office Cam anymore. Ever again, really? Uh, they said uh, next week is going to be the final Office Cam, and uh, the reason for that being is that like they feel like it's very unfocused. And uh, they want to deliver sort of a, a weekly ish product that is actually more indicative of, I don't know, what That's Fangamer can do versus them just flopping down on a couch and.
1: Just hanging out, break time. Yeah. See,
0: like, I like that. A lot of people like that, but, like, the listener or the viewership was sort of dwindling on it as well. And I don't know. They felt like it sort of became homogenized kind of? they I,
1: I think it's where they've grown if you think about it like when they first started doing it like they were a different company like now yeah. it's there's more people um answering questions only works for so long Find mm-hmm. i mean as we know making content for a show every week is uh is difficult but that that said i wouldn't be surprised if they you still see them doing goofy stuff because they are moving to a new office very soon oh, yeah. and they will yeah, like, do some videos.
0: They've even said like they want to dedicate like a wall in one of the rooms to like making a green screen. So there's going to be fun stuff happening. Yeah,
1: so even though Office Cam is going away, I wouldn't worry that you will not get content. Like the Daily fan gamer stuff is still coming. With more people down there, they're able to produce more consistent things. So that'll be fun. Um, what else should we talk about? Pax is coming up pretty soon. Uh Matt will be there. Ben will definitely be there as well. So stop mm-hmm. by the booth. I I heard rumors that we're gonna try and get a bigger booth than we have usually gotten. So more room to party. So not the Ten by not the, not whatever. the
0: island or whatever?
1: Um I don't know. I I haven't been keeping up with it too much, but last I heard, maybe we should just get the bigger space. And then we could do all this <laughs> cool stuff that we always Well
0: whatever whatever keeps us near mega sixty four.
1: Yeah, I think That's, the big space would actually mean that would uh, not yeah. happen. I've but we would a, have I've room heard to heard do, do the uh they're gonna be big. They're gonna be big. do the uh the artist jam that we always talk about doing, where you get all the yeah, artists and to hang out. Do. Well, cuz we usually don't really have space for them. Yeah, I think yeah. the bigger booth would make that happen. So, it's it's in the it's in the rumor mode right now cuz really we've kind of it's a late late time to make that decision. Kind yeah, of <laughs> to kind of get the bigger booth, but hopefully Um, Safe says it will go from PAX East to Fangamer East, maybe. Oh, man. Off topic here. You know the Rooster Teeth guys? Uh Uh-huh. They have their own convention in Austin. They do every year. Yeah. Like, they have enough people to support their own convention.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. Like, I was looking at their website the other day, because they have a lot of content. Holy crap, have they they grown since the days of just Red versus Blue. (laughs) They have tons of stuff. Yeah. Um, I was watching their show called Immersion. Where they take some video game concept, like two guys versus five hundred zombies, and then uh-huh. do like a mythbusters of it and see yeah. could yeah. that work? Yeah, Is that the one that mega
0: sixty four was on
1: once? I'm sure they were probably yeah. on one of them. They weren't on this yeah. particular episode. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good um, yeah. it was really it's interesting. Really they had interesting, like though. five thousand rounds of nerf guns, and they had a bunch of like people pretend to be zombies, and they were like they're killing them and they do the math like okay, so you guys lasted about you know half an hour and you guys killed about 500 zombies apiece, and they did the ratios and everything. It did was, you, it was um, pretty
2: good. Did you see the one where they tried to emulate side-scrolling uh, by putting on a <laughs> special headgear and having their vision be completely tedious? It's really, it's really hard to describe, but it was it was actually pretty brilliant. It's, it's very no, difficult. Awesome. I also
1: yeah. saw the one where they tried to um, emulate uh, Soul Calibur. So they got some women who oh, were yeah. of uh, similar yeah. proportions and then tried to make them fight each other. They're that was off. also entertaining. Anyway, yeah. they, they have enough people for their own convention. I was like, wow, they're getting pretty big. So it's that crazy. was cool. Um, okay, let's, let's play, what, voicemail? Review. Uh Let's do voicemail.
3: Hey, gamer Podcast, this is Dave. I was wondering if Mac could help me out with remembering a Sega Genesis game. I seem to recall that it has 16-bit graphics and use the D-pad. Thanks.
2: <laughs> whick, whick, <laughs> whick, whick, whick. Yeah, it's called Super Metroid. It was really good. I like that oh Matt yeah, was the one
1: the troll voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but good I do one. like the Matt. Please name my the Genesis game. Uh,
2: yeah, I thought this was yeah, going to be the a start of, service. I thought this was going to be a, a, me- a new segment yeah, for the show. Come on. <laughs> Someone okay. else, someone else, okay? Please. We have another
1: voicemail from, I believe, Face on Chaos.
3: Hey there, Fanger, our Podcast crew. Face on Chaos here, just for a couple of quick things this week. Uh, first thing, Ben, in the last podcast, when you, you were talking about, I think it was Skyrim, you made a comment about how you liked your games to end. And yet,. <laughs> What if your favorite games is Animal Crossing? Hold up! <laughs> Hold me back! Is that a bit of hypocritical? You I think go. so. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Animal Crossing, but uh, I think that's a comment that was worth pointing out. Uh, the other thing is, Matt, you yes. seem to really like Persona 4, obviously, and so I'm assuming you've at least watched some of the anime, so I'm wondering if you'd recommend it to someone who hasn't played the game. I don't have a mm-hmm. PS2, and I don't really plan on getting a Vita anytime soon, so. But it is something that I'm interested in, so I'm wondering if the anime would be a good way for me to experience it at least a little bit. Anyways, that's all for me this week. So, as always, thanks for taking my voicemail and keep up the great work with the podcast.
1: Oh man, great and controversy now, stirring! Now we're
0: never gonna play a based on chaos voicemail <laughs> again. No, 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 no. actually I'll play all of them. I I feel like this voicemail was spurred on by a. Uh, I was going on Twitter Uh eventually about Skyrim, and I actually did bring up maybe it was either on Twitter or Tumblr, and um, I I made the realization. It's like wow, Animal Crossing doesn't end, but I really like that game,
1: and like, how does that work for you? Why is Animal Crossing okay but something like Skyrim?
0: Yeah, I, I think what I determined was that um. Animal Crossing is a very character driven game and Skyrim seems to not be so. I, I feel like yeah. we actually talked about this on the podcast. We kinda did no, now um, I think about it. Yeah. Like I, I enjoy Animal Crossing because I really like interacting with the characters and I like the atmosphere of of it all. It's meant. But I mean not Skyrim is just yeah, like, it's it's meant not to end. But Skyrim sort of leads you along with a bunch of like innate side quests. And yeah, a bunch of stuff to prolong a... the length of a game because there is an ending. Yeah. But for Animal Crossing, there isn't. And the point is just to go in and relax and to do whatever. Skyrim, Mm -hmm. that's not the point of that game. But it seems to be the point of that game.
1: Yeah. no, I can see that. If anything, I kind of like the Skyrims better than the the Animal Crossing. Just because it has an end. But if I want to spend a bunch of time, I can. Mm -hmm. But if I don't want to, like I did, I spent probably 40 hours in that game. And then I finished it. And it was good. I was like, okay, I don't need to go back there like everybody else who seems to live there instead of World (laughs) of Warcraft, I guess. I don't know. Um, All right, and then let's go to Matt's uh, question about Persona 4 or Persona anime.
2: Um, It's a really tough question to answer just because it's very faithful to the game from what I've seen. I actually stopped watching the show after a while because I got a little bit bored because it's such a direct lift of the plot of the of the of the game so in that sense it sticks very close to the source material it's very faithful so that's really that's all you could ask for but at the same time it did remind me of why i like the game and i like the characters in the game setting because it's more interactive i can control the destiny of of my in the game unname um you know the the silent protagonist i forget what his name is in, in the show i mean it's the official name but I don't know, it's like I guess I would recommend it, but I have to wonder if If you're someone, not gonna
1: play the game though.
2: I I have to wonder if someone who's not familiar with the game and not watching the game will find it maybe boring or like, you know, it it doesn't do anything super daring or crazy. Mm-hmm. The the plot works really well in the game, but also the game has the benefit of being interactive and you can sort of do what you want, etc. So like
1: it doesn't that. quite hold up as a yeah. standalone anime or
2: Yeah a friend Seems of mine like fan
0: service.
2: Yeah, a friend of mine she watched the anime and she doesn't she hasn't played the game and even she was like, "Yeah, I think this would be more interesting if this was a video game." Like, she didn't dislike the show, it just didn't have a hook. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay. I don't know if I'm answering the question. That
1: no, it well. sounds like Yeah, it sounds good. It's if you don't have any plan on playing the game, it wouldn't be a bad idea just to check out to see if you think yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, and it's also nice, kind of, be able to speak to that story. That said, um, I don't that know. Maybe story is PlayStation more served st- to a video game. Yeah, PlayStation Store. Maybe they'll figure out how to way to put that on a system you own and play it. You'd hope, you know, with all the technology we have these days. Maybe, maybe not. Let's move on to a a review. A review that I have not even read beforehand. By so,
0: Mr. Staples, I actually just read it. He oh, says, uh, "Go for it." Alrighty, fan gamer. I'm a huge fan of your company. He thinks we're a great bunch. A great fun bunch of people, and that our podcast uh, helped get him into other podcasts, but uh, mostly he felt that um, a a thing he liked about Fangamer in general was sort of, like, how family-friendly and fun it was, and they feel like on the podcast we get a little too snarky and uh, cursy Uh sometimes, and I can Uh actually agree with that. Like, um, he he sort of uh, drew a comparison between, like, Fangamer and Earthbound, like, sort of like this fun funny snarky sort of existence but not vulgar we, we get a little salty and vulgar on the podcast sometimes and I think that's something we have been working on a little bit
1: yes that is definitely
0: But I mean I also feel like um, I, I would like in the future to like get some sort of the essence of the office into the podcast yeah. more in the future I don't know how we can do that but I'm for thinking about it anyway
1: I just gotta have Reed and John on more I mean, really yeah, they are the essence much. of of that, of Essentially. Big, big family-friendly nerds, to say the least. Or yeah.
0: Jeff Benson.
3: Or Jeff Benson.
1: <laughs> I, I can't imagine what Jeff would be like in an audio I, format only, you know? Like, yeah, that would be crazy. Does he, does it, does it come off right? Like, this? you know, like so much of him is the goofy face and true. And the stark, like, oh, I'm not joking, yet I am joking face. Yes, and
0: being covered in tinfoil, <laughs> anyway.
1: Oh, uh, Jeff. Okay. Good times. But no, he likes the podcast. Likes the podcast. Four and steps. had some good feedback. I yeah, like thanks. It. All right, uh, we're taking another break. We're gonna talk about Minecraft. Hi, this is Corey Schmitz. I'm a graphic artist on the upcoming PS Vita game Sound Shapes, and you're listening to the Fan Gamer Podcast. Go to coreyschmitz.com if you want to see more of my work. Okay, let's talk about Minecraft. I think sure. Minecraft by Mojang specifications, which
0: what are they that? specifying Yeah,
1: that's I always wonder Like, is that they chose that or is that what companies there are? Like we have corporation or LLC yeah, maybe. there's is a specifications. Anyway, Minecraft uh is a wonderful game. It is a is a building and exploration game as the Minecraft documentary would say. The which I think his name is Jan with it's, more words. That one guy, he's like, Minecraft is a building exploration game He says it very solemnly and like, Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what the game is. <laughs> Um, it's been out for officially Jeez. not even a year, actually, right? But people have been playing this game for years. People have been playing it for a long time, I and mean, that's maybe that's a good place to start with Minecraft. That's interesting, because I think sure. most people have played it. If you have not, well, I don't know. Maybe we'll give you enough background on, on what it is <laughs> as we talk about it. But it's really interesting because it's an indie game made that essentially by one guy who oh, wow. let people play it while it was in alpha and beta throughout that whole process. And that is, just through word of mouth, is how it grew to be uh, so well-known, because it's this mm-hmm. build-your-own kind of world game. And he took some feedback from his his uh, community and, and used that as he went along. But um, it's an indie game that has been just dramatically successful. Like, they've been able to start their own company because of this game. And yeah. it's just really interesting that well, I mean, it's almost the nature of the game. Like, whoever was first to make a game like this was going to be successful? I don't know. Maybe that's not a fair well, thing to say.
0: whoever was first to make this game was not successful, and Minecraft sort of bit off their idea oh, a little right.
1: bit. right. The whole... Says
0: that conspiracy or whatever. That
1: there was someone else who made a similar... Rather. What was it? A cave game or it's something? It's a game called
0: Infiniminer. And <laughs> I, I just yeah. looked that up today, and it looks like garbage, but... Like I think when Minecraft first started it was a more similar experience to that but I think Mojang has made a much more presentable game. Yeah, than, which that, makes sense. I mean, yeah, and I only know about this because uh I saw an interview with the uh the Fortress Craft people if you've heard of that abomination of a game which is essentially yeah. like is an actual thing? RPG but it looks just like Minecraft and like they were getting all mad. It's like, "Look, if Fortress Craft is a ripoff of Minecraft, then Minecraft, Minecraft's a ripoff too. It's pretty much pointing fingers. Yeah, that when, guy. No, it's garbage.
1: Okay. Anyway. So it's a very interesting, I don't know, love story of indie game development that they've been so successful and they've been able to start their own company, have a Minecraft convention in Las Vegas to launch the game, a really awesome community of people behind it, their own documentary that Two Player Productions is doing. Um, it's a really interesting story. That said, the game itself um, has it's changed over time. And I think that might be one of the interesting facets to focus on as a group here, is what the game was when it started versus what mm-hmm. it is now. And if that has made you enjoy it more or less. Because I think when it first started, it was really more of a building game. It's
0: a, yeah, creative Lego and, game.
1: And then they hit this, almost like I call it a sweet spot of uh, in beta, where it was... A little bit of crafting, a little bit of survival, a lot of building and exploration, and today it's a lot more of an actual game where there's an mm-hmm. end. They they put in an end. And yeah, you can but there's
0: there's that. also still the option to play it purely as a creator as a experience. building game, right? Yeah.
1: And we talked about briefly on, I think it was the last podcast, about games you wish you could love but can't, and having this sort of show up on both of your lists. So, yeah, let's, we'll start there. How has been, has playing this game this week been for you guys? Ben, you mentioned that you had, had been playing a bit today. How's it gone?
0: Great, actually. Ooh. Um The additions they've made at least since release and before since the last time I played, which was months and months and months, uh, definitely I'm in favor of and I think makes this a much more enjoyable game, more catered to the people who sort of want to play this game for like a self-woven narrative experience versus a creative building experience. So,
1: like, what are some of the things you noticed more prevalently that you enjoyed this time playing?
0: Well, I discovered, like, an underground abandoned mine, which was really neat. the abandoned mine shafts are pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty flabbergasted by that um just finding a lot more interesting things in the environment than i would before other than just digging holes in the ground and finding like occasional like a
1: sweet systems yeah
0: yeah like i have found some cool stuff um i really like the hunger system that they implemented and it makes like a the whole survival aspect of the game a lot more believable
1: that's where uh, like if you eat if you have a full hunger bar, your health just regenerates. Yeah, pretty
0: right. much. They yeah. they added the the hunger bar, and uh, yeah. What,
1: what about say? running? Do you like that?
0: I didn't know I could run. How would I run? You double yeah, tap either.
1: forward, and you oh, can really? Whew, really? run really fast. Holy crap! Oh All man, right. I'm
0: about to do the crap out of that.
2: <laughs> you're you're
1: okay.
0: not walking
2: slow anyway, so you know. I, I guess it helps, but. But now you're yeah, going yeah. real
1: fast. You can run away from those creepers.
2: Well,
0: yeah. Um. When I made the comments last week about how Minecraft wasn't really my sort of game, it was because mostly the people that I talked to who did enjoy that game were in it mostly for the uh, the building aspect
4: mm-hmm.
0: and um, just making cool stuff. And I think that's nice. Like, I definitely enjoy seeing the end results of that, but I don't really have much interest in. I don't have the doing brain creation for it. myself. Like, I don't either.
1: I can make, like, a cool little house or if I'm. Yeah, I like, made a co- Game Boy
0: house. Yeah, if
1: I'm copying something, <laughs> I can do pretty well. But, like,. <laughs> creative cool stuff like on my server which ben has got to see a version Mm -hmm. of it in the past like we play with john and awesome from the two-player guys they just they play they play minecraft like i used to play legos as a kid like they still have that real creative like spark where they can just look at it and just start adding things and think oh that looks kind of cool what if i do this and what if i do this i just don't have the uh (laughs) I don't know. I don't have that kind of creativity. Yeah, I I I feel like
0: the game when I played it last wasn't very suited to even doing that very well because, like, in order to make those really cool elaborate things, like you had to do a lot of resource collecting.
1: Right. Or like the the game was very conflicted.
0: That yeah. If you're online, but (laughs) you often don't even have that option if you're playing single player. Like it. It seemed very unfocused on, like, what it would want you to do.
1: Having a a specific, uh, creative mode is nice. Yeah, yeah. Be able to fly around and use every mm. block there ever was and I have to memorize stupid codes on yeah. which one's TNT. And, um,
0: yeah, that specifically, like, if you're trying to build something and you have to worry about falling off of your creation and dying and losing all <laughs> your stuff, like...
1: Just let me build uh, this tower, man. Oh, I, I don't got, know. I gotta tell a story, a Minecraft story here, real sure. quick. And I don't think Matt, you never came onto my Minecraft server. No. I don't think, right? I don't. Okay, so I'm gonna get it up and running so we can try this for the next cast. We'll play some some Minecraft together. <laughs> um, we had half of our like city that we'd been playing, and like it was me and the two player guys and some slick fan gamer people and some of my close friends from here. We're all playing on the server I had, and half of our town was under a snow biome, so it would snow all the time. Oh, God, yeah. And that got really annoying. We didn't like that because the snow would get everywhere, and it just, your stuff didn't look as cool covered in snow all the time. Yeah. So, I I don't know how I got this in my head. I was probably-
0: Built a literal glass ceiling.
1: Enjoying some drinks. I was like, we should make a ceiling of glass, because snow (laughs) can't stick to the glass in the game. So we went up and we literally built over probably almost an entire biome's worth of space um,
0: a glass glass ceiling. ceiling. Which Liz thought was rather hysterical. (laughs) That a bunch
1: of men made a literal (laughs) glass ceiling. But the funny thing was so we'd go up there and like me and Ben and Nima would be up there like putting down glass blocks and I'd be giving them glass to put down and like somebody would get. Like I don't know uppity or something. I just remember once, like John, like goes oh and just god, hits yeah, he ben. killed me.
0: What a dick. He
1: hits Ben. It's like as a joke, but that part of the glass ceiling had not been finished, and the just uh. goes flying <laughs> off backwards, and then he lands right in the middle of his Game Boy house, dies, uh, yeah. and the stuff <laughs> just explodes all over his house, everywhere. And uh, and then we... I try
0: to get him back, and it didn't work. Vin and Boy. then he got
1: me again. Yeah, John's kind of a, a troll in in Minecraft, but a little bit. Uh, Building a glass ceiling—that was—that was something. That was, that was, some was like—that's my creative thing. We should build something to block the sun. <laughs> take that snow and, see, and light. And see,
0: like thinking about this, like it makes me question, like whether or not I really don't like that sort of building thing. But like, I really enjoyed doing that with you guys. Well, that was
1: just fun because it was everyone together joking around yeah, about that. But, sure, like, it wasn't the most creative thing. <laughs> Just sure to... Well, i mean just
0: like that building aspect isn't why i enjoy the game
1: yeah like, me neither i
0: i don't come to minecraft to do that sort of thing i go to minecraft to sort of play out like survival and yeah sort of weave my own yeah. story and make shit up
1: so so matt um you were also one of the people who was sort of on the fence about minecraft how has the, your experience has been lately now that it's been updated a few times probably since the last time you
2: played yeah, I mean, what? Uh, it's funny because right before recording, I was talking with uh, my partner Adam in a track mode.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I was telling him like, "Hey, so there's this fan gamer uh, game club, and we're playing Minecraft. And I think a part of it was because you know Ben also wasn't so hot for the game, but I wasn't hot for the game. And I basically reiterated what you said about how mm-hmm. you know what this sounds really egotistical, but after a long day of slaving away using your brain you just want to play a game you yeah. just want to zone out and i have to say so to to reel it back a bit my only real previous experience with minecraft was and i think i've mentioned before in the past uh my buddy dave he runs this uh website called canvas it's sort of like 4chan but it's like more wholesome and it's got a lot more money behind it but they're really heavy duty <laughs> into playing minecraft um, all the Anamanaguchi guys, they play on that same server, and they make cool stuff, etc. So they gave me the login info, and I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I just didn't know what I was doing, and there was all these random people, like Pete Berkman and Luke and all those guys, they weren't playing at the time. It was a bunch of random people from this Canvas community, It's it was like, hey, so what, what, what do I do? It was like... A noob. Like no one no one's helping yeah. me out. I was completely lost. So you had the
1: basic crappy started in a, a brand new game that's online without knowing how to play it experience, yeah. which so, I yeah. know I've yeah. had.
2: So my buddy Dave says, listen, this is this is not uncommon to play you have to really play with someone alongside to show you the ropes, but that never happened because mm. of scheduling. So with this game club, so I played it I, I basically started three different games. So okay. when I when I played it the first time I played it in a regular default mode, which is what, survival mode or something like that. And right. I, yeah. I had no idea what I was doing. And <laughs> I got killed my first night by a creeper.
4: Oh. Like, yeah. uh, it's a rough sort of night.
0: Beauty. That's the beauty of it, though, that it's, first day.
2: Yeah. So, so But the thing is, though, it was like, I've played games where you are sort of left out and you don't know what's going on and you got to figure things out. But mm. Minecraft is so, there's so little handling. I had no no idea what I was doing. So anyways, so I restarted the mode and I tried tried the creative mode where you can have all the resources at your disposal and Mm -hmm. there was no creepers, there was no fear of death but I found that a little bit boring because that's really intended for people to create stuff and much like you Garrett and much as my original like my point is I just don't have the mental fortitude. Now the thing is I do believe I have the mental fortitude but I'm not allowing myself to get sucked in but at the same time, I think it's more enjoyable in the group context. Like, wow, am I going to really create Optimus Prime and no one else is going to enjoy it? No, I want to <laughs> do it in the group setting. So once I started working on Optimus's head, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go back to survival,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and I'm going to try to use... The, the experience that I've learned, and guess what? Apparently, there wasn't that much of experience because I got killed in the first night again. So, oh. what I had to do is I had to go online and I had to go on YouTube and find tutorials. And oh, I, but the thing is, like, I felt frustrated because, like, wow, you, I, yeah, it's like, did
1: you watch the uh Paul Soares, like, yeah, How I watched to survive it. Survive your first, yeah, he
2: really explained it, like, yeah, he filled in the blanks. But I just felt a little frustrated. Like, wow, this game it's is like, so. Why, is... why do
0: you need that?
2: Yeah. yeah, it's like so. I have to ask every single person who is playing Minecraft who's enjoyed it. Did they need that much outside help, or were they able to literally figure it out? Like, oh, man. I couldn't. Have, that's a good I could question. Couldn't have, I couldn't have figured yeah. out making a table on my own, and I think that's not a fault with the game. Well, maybe it is. Like, I just wish no,
3: that it is. It mo- well, on
2: they that have level, the
1: achievements I... now that like. Show like a path they want you to go, uh, but they don't tell yeah. you the recipe yeah, for how to I, do I it. I don't
0: even think they te- tell you how to survive night one. No, no, they the don't gym-ish. they
1: don't give you anything. Like if you manage to make a crafting table they're like, Hey, good job But they don't like Yeah. Goal one, make a crafting yeah, table. I, Goal two, I, make a hole, to di- like, make a tomb to dig you know, yourself like, into it, and hide it'll, overnight. It'll
0: it'll give you hints on what to do, but, like, it won't tell you flat out. It's like, make a shelter because when the sun goes down, you're going to die. Like,
2: I figured that out, but it was like, <laughs> okay, how am I, am I blocking, um, I'm going away at this piece of rock and I'm not getting what I want? Like, how do I make a torch? How do I make an yeah. axe? How do I make a pitch? There's and a lot
1: of basics like, that are good to have, but i don't i think some people are attracted to that piece of it but i don't know i don't know i actually don't know many people who came to the game purely of their own accord without any tutorials and actually just played it like i think the first time i played it was when we started doing the stuff with the two-player guys i think i went and watched that tutorial you talked about matt and i was like oh okay and I tried it, and, I was like, and then I got sucked in for, like, a weekend where I was like, oh, man, I've got to dig in here and find some more iron so I can make a sweet armor set, and then I can survive at night, and then I'll go wherever I want. It'd be great. Uh, but it was still, like, I needed outside, outside tools. Ben, do you remember, like, the first time you played?
0: Yeah, I definitely do remember uh, resorting to YouTube to figure out, like, how to do basic stuff like make certain tools or make a like chests and a, like the oven and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I don't. Know, that definitely is a fault of the game, but um, at the same time, I feel like this game, Minecraft, at least in the survival mode, it it delivers an experience that no other game currently can in terms of. Allowing you this very freeform, self-woven experience, as I've uh, mentioned a bunch. It's very emotional. But I still, I, yeah, and I think it's like the first thing to really be able to capture something like that. And like that's that's why I wish I had uh, Anthony Birch on tonight because like he has a great story about how like uh, one night he was out uh, trying to find some stuff and like eventually he just started getting run down by enemies and uh, he got ran to like the top of this mountain and he was getting surrounded. He was going to die. Like his last sword broke and like, right in the nick of time, the sun rose, everyone caught on fire and died, and then, like, this beautiful (laughs) piano piece started playing. And, like, it made him cry. It made him cry. Mm -hmm. And, like, this game is capable of doing that, and that is not a deliberate design choice by Mojang. I mean, sure it is in, like, some sort of way, but that precise moment was not something they thought up. Right. That's something you did on your own. But I also feel like this is still that sort of experience with this game. It's still very much in like the Atari phase. Because <laughs> it's, it, it's honestly like a very infantile stage of that sort of storytelling. And if anything, I see that Minecraft is very exciting to look at that and think of where things will go in the future in terms of that sort of self-woven design.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny that you say infantile. I would actually almost say it's like the evolution of man in a way. Like you start off with like basic tools and the more mm-hmm. advanced technologically or even civilized, you could say, the easier the game becomes. So as you uh-huh. get more light, you can keep the bad guys at bay. As you're able to farm, you have food that you can use to keep yourself alive and build yeah. more elaborate things to live in because you don't have to go hunt oh, yeah. gather, so to speak. For
0: sure. But at the end of all of that, you still have an experience where you turn on this game you're walking around punching things for like 15 minutes and then it gets dark and then you die and you don't know what to do. Like, yeah. there, is, there is a way to sort of integrate a little more of the developer's guidance in that experience to make it more, to make it flow better. I mean, literally, make it, it less unforgiving.
2: It, it could be something as simple as like in the original Legend of Zelda, like, take the sword. Like, just something so, even just one sentence, like, just to get someone on the right foot where I felt like See, I was so clueless. It was... It, was it, it, was, it doesn't
0: it was, even it have to be. It doesn't even have to be text, though. Like, I mean, they could do it any. Oh yeah, I'm just any yeah. Way that would work. Like, there there could be like sort of a house in progress or something. Yeah. No, that's right. That's
2: right. Just like one little tiny example. Yeah. Just one bit of instruction. Just, to, yeah, just something in
0: the design to tell you what to do. Exactly. So.
1: Yeah, because I think one of the really fun things as the game goes on, like Ben is saying, there's almost two. There's this exploration narrative experience where all of a sudden you're in a cave and you realize, oh my gosh, I've gone way too deep into this cave. Mm -hmm. I am not sure where I am anymore. I am almost out of torches. I have like 10 diamonds on me and I do not want to lose these diamonds. I cannot find my way out. And I've literally had like feelings of claustrophobia. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to get out of here. If I lose these diamonds, I'm going to be so mad. And I've Mm -hmm. like... I'm just I'm just going to have to like dig my way to the surface. I must have to go straight up and so then you dig and dig and then you appear up the top you're like oh god, it's nighttime. And you're like where am I? <laughs> I don't even know where I am. Or worse yet, I've had experiences where like I'm digging upwards and I dig into water. And you're like oh god, what? I'm going to drown. <laughs> and it's like That's these so semi terrifying nice. experiences that like like you said they don't plan on it. Or like you, you dig through a wall and all of a sudden a huge cavern opens up in front of you, and they play this sort of eerie, creepy eerie piano effect, music, yeah. and you're just like, "Whoa!" What? And you kind of explore, and you, there's a bad guys, and you find your first dungeon, and it's there's those those things, and then there's like the the meta game that Garrett has made for himself. I need to get a farm going, and I need to make a cool barn, and I think I'll make a statue of of myself over there, just you know being cool <laughs> the,
2: the 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 thing is like you know I don't dislike the game like it really I understand why people like it. I've always been fascinated with the whole fan gamer culture the the fan base i mean it really hit me when it packs prime this past a uh, couple months last year. um I forget who it was exactly perhaps it should be this person should be remain nameless. But at that point, Mojang was talking about the latest additions to Minecraft, and a lot of people were very venomously vitreous. They really hated the changes. Like they had yeah. such ownership to the game, it almost felt a little really off-putting. But I could sort of see the nucleus where it was coming from. But there was this one person who was talking about the changes, and it was almost like someone had like assaulted his younger sister or oh, younger brother. That. I remember that. And it was that. it was a little creepy. It was like, wow, he's really angry and like because
1: he. <sighs> He was upset about the fact that they added a lot of um, what he thought was hand holding to the game.
2: Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, is like, it's, it's a, the game is your palette. It's whatever you want it to be. Like, Garrett, you've already articulated up, you projected what you wanted, like this metagame, you create your rule set, Mm -hmm. or not even that. And the thing is, the, the good thing about the game is, it's like, for something that's in such a weird, like having such, like, pixelated primordial graphics, it Lo-fi, feels, yeah. It's very feature-rich. Like, it feels very confident. Like, the world yeah. feels like it knows what it's doing, and it's your job. Like, I didn't feel frustrated, like, things aren't working the way it should be. I just felt like I was lost in the woods, literally. Like,
3: yeah.
2: I, I didn't, like, like, and, you know, I that was sort of a motivation for me to learn more, but I was having a hard time. Finding things that would lead me the right way, which resorted me to go to YouTube, which I was a little... If there was just a bit more, like Ben said, if just a bit more instructions,
0: yeah.
2: I think it would just sort of validate the mm. world and, you know, yeah. it's selling it's itself like short by not like really explaining itself.
0: Yeah, know. for sure. And that specifically, it sells itself short and never explaining exactly like how to craft things. Yeah. Like for like swords and shovels and pickaxes, that's fine. But then, like, you get, like, an enchanter or something that you oh, need, man. like, a bunch of obsidian and or stuff. Like, have you messed yeah, up any of how... yet? I haven't. No, but no. how on earth are you supposed to figure that stuff out?
1: I do what I do. Go to Minecraft Wiki. Exactly! But <laughs> why should the... you have to do that? Yeah. i not a fan. Yeah. I kind of feel like they call this the full version of the game, right? But I still mm-hmm. think until they have something that lets you... Figure that out in the game without yeah, using the it's internet. Not done. It's not a full game. I don't know. Is that? It's I mean, close. That, but... I don't know if that's even fair because there's such a unique game, right? Like they're built upon the fact that everyone who's played it has already played it. You know, like pretty th- much, yeah. That the people who play Minecraft were the people who played it in beta and alpha, and they already know it, all these things, so they don't need to be told, um, and they're not necessarily, and they don't need to make it easier to get into because the people who love it love it so passionately that they tell their friends and they teach them and we we take our maths and we show them hey here's the ropes that you have fun so that we can all play together and then i was gonna ask matt earlier is once you saw the tutorial i feel like or this happened to me and i was wondering if it happened to you 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 can see the path to the oh no that's why this game is fun and that mm-hmm. is really addictive and oh crap, I would play
2: this a lot. See, that's the but thing. It... That's the thing. It didn't happen for me. I see okay. why other people get into it, but for me, it's like that's just not my type of game and again, I felt even more frustrated. It's like, you know what? It's like, it's back to what I said initially. It's, I only would have learned this by watching this video. I would have Definitely. never, yeah, totally. ever discovered this by trial and error because there were hours and hours and hours of me playing and dying and trying over and I just got frustrated after a while. I think a, lo- a lot of my mojo for playing Minecraft has sort of been extinguished by constant false starts. And it's like now I think back, well, I have wasted a lot of time just dying. Yeah, and not that could doing that
1: could be thing. really d- detrimental to playing further. It just reminds me of um, like Nintendo games when they first came out, right? Like not a lot of guidance, trial and error to figure out what it was you need to do. Writing out maps and codes and recipes of how to yeah. do the things and just trying to figure it out. And in a yeah. day and age and when that's no longer a, when you have Minecraft Wiki, is that really a thing that needs to be there? Because people aren't necessarily just figuring it out on their own. I don't know.
2: And I tried going to Minecraft yeah. Wiki, and it's so dense that it's in itself is not the yeah. most user friendly. And and this is me projecting, but like then i'm unfairly equating minecraft fans like street fighter fans or Schmump fans where
1: oh it, that it's mm, a very deep knowledge you need to have just to right, play. Right.
2: Yeah and i'm like is this going to be another fan base where i ask them for help and they're going to tell me just sort of get lost kid. You know mm. I'm, I'm not yeah, saying that's that, interesting. Yeah i'm not saying that no i've never tried it and i have the feeling that minecraft people aren't like that but it just it just reminds me of another thing about gaming where like oh god there's so much of a commitment like i have to get a phd in video game terms. <laughs> To, to become involved, well, like, do I really want to get myself a map in this? It's like, you know.
0: I, I feel like with Minecraft, it's less so than what you mentioned because, like, for that, that's like a skill. That no, you yeah, need you're To right. play you're those right. sorts of you're games. Right. And for Correct. Minecraft, it's just a learning curve.
1: It's well, learning they, a new language, but you've already learned other languages
2: but before. If you're bad with numbers and all that jazz, like I am, it's like, oh, great. So now I got to split this. I need blah, blah, blah. Gotta, I'm going to be really uh, interested to
1: see if us playing a multiplayer like what i'll do is i'll start my server i'll put a a brand new map for us to play together and we'll do like survival mode the three of us and see if that because that's kind of how i got introduced to it i introduced my brother and other people that way and they got they they saw the path to the the drugs. The oh man, this is oh. And then they went home and made their own single player maps. And they talk about all the fun stuff they did. Yeah. yeah,
2: that's. Yeah. I mean, that's. I've sort of at a certain point this week, I'm like, okay, enough of this. I'm waiting to play it online with you guys because <laughs> it's like I'm not enjoying this by myself. But if sure. I'm with people, it's probably if I'm with friends, it does
1: change that dynamic. Yeah.
0: Now, from the last time I played, the multiplayer experience, like, wasn't able to deliver the same experience as the single player. Like, has that been caught up yet? Like, can you play the actual, like, single player survival experience with multiple people now?
1: Well, you could. I guess, I don't know. I know from the The last time I played, you couldn't. When you played so. with us, we had already broken it, because we had already had a huge town. We were already civilized. We were, like, in the year 2000. We had a... From the spawn... <laughs> We had an automated rail system that you could just get in that would That's take true. you right into town. It would go back by a big sign that said, like, Gertopolis or something <laughs> in, in flames. And then you'd That's pull true, it yeah. to, like, a little, like, lobby that John had built that said, follow the signs to the town square. And then you'd follow the signs and say, go this way to get free items to start off. <laughs> and then you'd go to this, like, follow these signs to where you can oh, start your own house. And then we had yeah. it each Oh, like plot that we had done in our town, we had basically gentrified the town. We said, Okay, here's yeah. where you can build a house and I went there and marked off the land with the fence It's like, and then I put boxes in front of it filled with goods that you could make yeah, a yeah. house with like we made See, it very much.
0: it's very friendly but i I (laughs) kind of want that that experience from scratch like i want to start from the beginning with other people to see what that experience is like like without that hand holding
1: we can definitely do that and i think that's what we'll do i'll start a new map and we'll play three of us we'll turn off i've never experienced that that. i think that will I i think it'll be really fun it'll be good to talk about for the next show um you know what that experience is like and i'll be curious if it spawns enough interest in the game for both of you to go back and like try and do some of your own stuff. Hmm. Um also I want to talk about briefly some of the community around Minecraft. Like cuz uh Matt's already talked about the kind of less pl- let's plays of how to survive your first night that Paul Sores Jr. does. He's one of the more well-known Minecraft people cuz the Mojang guys linked to his his how to play from yeah, the website. And that's how I found it. Yeah. And that's how I found it too. Um the I think we've talked about them a couple times in the podcast, the Yogscast guys there were another uh let's play on youtube that when i started watching um they they played in a way that was very familiar where you kind of get you and your friend and your friend kind of teaches you how to play, but he doesn't really quite know either. So it's really funny when you're both like, yeah, well, you, you see those creeper guys, don't go by those guys. I'm like, why? It's like, well, I don't really know. I've always avoided them myself. So let's just build a little house here and hang out. And so they have this long series where they were just learning the game together, probably like 30 or something episodes. But it's really cool because where it starts is just a let's play, him teaching the other guy how to play. And then it evolves into this they let some friends of theirs have access to the server and they made like, it seemed like someone was trying to like kind of grief them in a way where they'd come on and shoot them while they were playing and fight. them. they're like, who's (laughs) this guy who's killing us? And he like took their little house they made. And I mean, if you haven't watched shadow of Israel or any of that stuff, and you're going to spoilers for the next minute. So go ahead. So, So this guy comes onto their server and while they're gone, Goes to the little house they've made, which is basically just a cave, because it's just the first time they play. They barely know what they're doing, and there's like a little bridge by part of their cave that kind of goes over out. And he went in and made a, you can make a wood panel that looks just like a wood block, but when you walk <laughs> over it, it pushes down and can activate oh, yeah. something. Yeah. And he made it go down to a bunch of dynamite. Oh <laughs> so, god! So they start up the game like, okay, we're gonna do our. We've been playing now for about four days, and I'm gonna show him today how to do like some. I forget what it was. So he's like, he walks out, and all he hears is boom. So he's, like, what, what, what happened? And he's like, someone, someone put a trap door, and you can see like this huge chasm, and he's dead, and all this stuff is just blown up, and it evolves into this series where. Um, they find a town that someone's made on their server, and they have this these people who are playing like a role play for them, where they're pretending to be this these people in this town, and it's like a Dungeons and Dragons, where they have to like save the people in the town. So it mm-hmm. goes from first like this someone's griefing us to this oh we we plan to do this, we told some <sighs> friends to make a game for us within the game, but then they told them don't tell us just just introduce it while we play right now it's a really interesting like way to do like a let's play to almost a series and um, mm. i highly recommend watching i mean it's like the first 20 episodes or something but they're like 10 or 15 minutes a piece really entertaining um and it's got them a lot of their popularity today i mean they're one of the more popular youtube's channels and that's all they do now they do YogsCast cast stuff so
3: no
2: notch hates them
1: yeah, that's a really weird, like, <laughs> I mean, can you there, talk about, but, like,
2: what happened? I, I, I'm confused, like... Oh, man, see
1: so if I remember. Like, so there was the MindCon thing, right? Yeah. Where, so, I don't know, it sounds like just mostly a misunderstanding. Like, the Cast like guys was... sent out all their crew, and they went and did a panel, but their panel wasn't, like, the typical Q&A, ask us questions. They just went and made their own panel to entertain people, okay. which was showing cool videos of other people in the community, some of their cool videos, talking about the people on their crew. Um, but some people took that as like, oh well, I wanted to ask you questions and you didn't let me. So they found that kind of to be like off putting, like they weren't there for the fans. Um and then there was a lot of like hearsay. Like some people said that they were swearing at little kids. And they're like, oh my God, Ah. we would never do that. We would never be jerks to them. Then also they, they can joke around about things pretty sarcastically and it makes me feel like the person they were joking with didn't understand sarcasm and mm-hmm. that they were just joking. So there was a weird fallout thing where notch tweeted about how they wouldn't have certain people back with the next Minecon, and, and they were one of the people he said that they weren't going to have back. And they, they put this video like we're really not sure what this is about. You know, we had a great time there and these things that people are saying about us aren't true and then later on, Notch comes back and apologizes, saying, "You know, I was really tired from a week of craziness and blah blah blah." It just sounds like he didn't verify his facts before he yeah, went and tweeted much. that those things about him. Because I was like, "You watch those Yogcast guys; they don't—they seem super friendly and nice." Yeah, um, no, yeah. Um, it was a weird. I, I guess
0: there's one last note, like, I I don't know if you guys personally know anything about this, but a lot of people on the internet, at least, seem to really. Hate Notch as a human being.
1: What? Why is that? I thought people. I, I honestly people really don't like know. Them. Um, I like, have a theory. I, I've seen a lot of
0: people. Okay.
1: I have a theory that kind of goes back to I think when we talked about this many times ago um, that it has to do with like a sense of entitlement because mm-hmm. the game was in an alpha and beta and you you paid for that that people okay. had this sense of well I paid you for this game and now I own it but you're All not right. done with it okay. so they have this sense of ownership that need to put in this so a lot of people be like notch when are you gonna fix blah 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 bug and when are you gonna do this so i think it's partially that and also that what he had done was super fun like the multiplayer was like oh my gosh this is gonna be so cool but he introduced it you know not fully featured it was in beta or alpha so people were trying to do it and it was it was painfully buggy at some points and that made people upset
0: it seems a lot different than what I see, though. Like um, when I talked earlier about like that Fortress Craft interview that I looked at, there was a comment that was like, "I really, really hate Notch as a human being, but I can the... see where he's coming." It's like, what did he do? Is that so the if one? said? you that know the... what he did? Internet, Is... leave us a voicemail at 503 446
2: cat. That's why people hate Notch. Is that the game where the the musician, this DJ, he went on some? He did an interview about how much you know. Minecraft sucks and how they deserve all the money they're getting it's like those people are completely they're insane they're they are not in touch with reality and stuff like that but, I,
0: I don't know if that's the game or not but the, but, um,
2: but it's just you know I think a lot of it is jealousy I mean I know a lot yeah. of, I know a lot of mm. people who are in the industry of making games and they're like befuddled and frustrated and just legitimately pissed off at Minecraft it's like you know what dudes sorry it's you know it's a great success story I think it's a you know, he seems like a nice guy. I just people are just like, also when people are really nice, people take that as an offense. You well, know? you know yeah. what it is? Yeah. You know? It's
1: accessibility to the source. Generally, somebody like uh, a notch for a larger game publisher who has got a similar amount of money and followers, you can't tweet at out him. There. You can't follow his Tumblr and he won't respond to you calling him out for something notch will. Yeah. He, he will yeah. if you do something and you, you get scratch the right itch, he will <laughs> react. That's true. So yeah. I think that's partially part of it is that he's probably pissed off a lot of people doing reacting to, yeah. to trolls. Um and I don't know, I kind of he's a human, I mean, in the yeah. end, and he I I mean I've said this before during the whole um Yogg's casting is that they could really use a, a, a PR person just for Notch. Perhaps. <laughs> um, it wouldn't be as interesting, but it would probably be better for the company long Perhaps. term if he wasn't tweeting so openly. Like, if I go into my Twitter right now, because I follow Notch, because he's very interesting, because I heard he wanted to fund Psychonauts the other day. Like, that's yeah. one of the things he tweets. Oh, I heard you need money for Psychonauts. Uh, send me a a, a message. Like, that's the kind of thing that you're like, hmm, maybe he should really think those things
2: through before
1: posting about them.
2: And now um, he's now he says, okay, we need to calm down. This may not work exactly how I thought, but the fact that he said it got everyone's expectations all up, and it's just it, yeah. it's a snowball effect. And
1: like, here we go. Like seven hours ago, Notch tweets, "I just saw the latest Retro City Rampage trailer. And Holy Batman! It's looking great." Also, the countdown timer on our washing machine lies, like. He is tweeting about his life like a normal, like when your friends yeah. does, but he's also the head of Mojang, and he also has a game that millions of people love. And
0: I don't see a problem with that, though.
1: Not a problem, but that would explain why he's got a lot of people who hate him. Like, he's True. got True. over half a million followers. Like, think about the people who have that many followers. Generally speaking, they have a agent or somebody who's somewhat <laughs> corralling what they're doing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's got nobody telling him what he can or can't do. <laughs> like, remember when um, Bethesda and them were? I mean, they're still in that lawsuit about the name of their game, Scrolls. Yeah. And yeah. he was tweeting he about tweet about Quake. Let's, let's finish this, like men. Let's play Quake together, and whoever wins gets <laughs> to keep the name. Like, that's an example. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As so much of an aside. Anyway, anyway um,
0: I, I think I, I think a good way to end this out. Um, I. Are you ready to end this up? Yeah, I think
1: we're coming to a closing. Yeah. I was just going to ask yeah, a couple um, of basic things.
0: Well, sure. Um, I want to know, Garrett or Matt, have you played any of the uh, the more inspired by Minecraft games out there, like uh, Terraria, mm. which I hear is actually pretty good. I
1: have played Terraria. Um, my mm-hmm. brother was really into it, and he tried getting me into it, and it was kind of like what Matt said with Minecraft. I could see the world. I could see what they wanted me to do, but it wasn't easy enough for me to figure out what I needed to do that I didn't want to learn it. In fact, I would even liken it to, if you learn like Spanish as the first, second language you learn, and then you go try and learn mm-hmm. Italian, you're like, oh, these are really similar in some ways. And then they're right. fundamentally different in others. And you're like, oh, shouldn't <laughs> this be, this is how I say yeah. door? No, it's like this. And that could be incredibly frustrating. So you're like, oh, I'm going to build a house. So like, well, to build a house here, it's not quite the same. And it, it, that's... Slight difference can be very annoying. That said, Mm -hmm. I feel that game has probably more of an end and a better leveling system. Because I know that Minecraft has introduced a way to, like, level up and enchant things and so forth. Um, But the 2D aspect of it, it's definitely its own game. But um, there wasn't really enough there for me to, like, dig in very far. Um, I know there's an Xbox kind of, like, knockoff. I I haven't played that.
0: Yeah, I don't remember the name of that. But the official
1: one is coming to Xbox at some point. Um, I've also played their mobile version, which they just updated recently to finally have some um, some of the survival aspects. Really? So before it was just creative mode. So now there's some some bad guys and you get items, but there is still no crafting. Like you can mine, huh. you can acquire items, you can beat up bad guys, but there is no crafting. You cannot yeah, make so things yet.
0: How do you dig?
1: So they give you a menu of items and you, uh, okay. they are of infinite use. And you can um, like mine things and collect them sort of, not really. You can't make anything though. They give you everything you need. So it's, it's a little disappointing, but I mean, eventually they'll probably get there to have a a full scalable version on iOS at some point. So.
0: I don't know if I want to play that game that way,
1: but. um, It's actually quite playable. Like the controls are, are pretty decent. It's. Do you want to spend that much time on that kind of device? I would well,
0: say, well, And it's that mixed with like I already have a hard enough time trying not to fall off ledges, and I don't think uh, the <laughs> you um, do that with just touchscreen. The iOS controls yeah. would uh, that do could, me better. That could than be, that be an regard. issue.
1: I could see that being no problem. Um, yeah. So I was going to ask, did you guys, in your experiences, did you have any interesting things happening to you this week? Like, did you build anything cool? Or are you, like, because I almost, like I said, liken it to the evolution of man. Like, are you in the Stone Age right now? Are you still living in a cave? Or did you get mm-hmm. to, like, a wood house or a brick house or anything like that? Yeah,
0: I am literally living in a cavern right now. I set up <laughs> a house inside cavern? of this. No, 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 no. It was a cavern I stumbled cabin. upon. Uh, the one with that uh mine shaft, that abandoned mine shaft. Uh-huh. Also with the giant ravine with a uh, like an obsidian lake like surrounded by oh, lava. Cool. Yeah, oh yeah. This is like the most exciting thing I've ever discovered in Minecraft. I also <laughs> found like this weird purple-eyed floating octopus monster that I uh-huh. It was really terrifying. In like the water? it was pitch dark. No, it was pitch dark. I was uh, going through this huge cavern that I discovered. Mm-hmm. And um, in the distance, I hear like really weird noises, and I see like purple glowing things oh, coming towards me. Man. Is that what that yeah, is? Yeah, they're
1: terrifying. Like, and they, see, and I, they
4: did, I didn't,
0: I didn't actually get to experience it because what had happened? Like, I just saw like those eyes and oh, like it's the glowiness, smell. like coming towards me, and then it jumped at me. Yeah, yeah it tells. But it was on, the, it was you. on the other side. No, it didn't even do that. It like sort of went towards me, like on the other side of this ravine area. Mm-hmm. And just as it came into the light for me to see that it had, like, tentacles and a bunch of scary shit, it fell down and died. <laughs> so, like, I didn't get to experience it that much, but I'm now terrified oh, of this whole fine. area.
1: Yeah, that's the Enderman. I don't think when we had played last, that was in the game yet. Or if it was, our town was too well defended with light and walls for for them to get in. So, yeah, and you know, but they steal I- things, right? Really? They um, they go up to, like, a block of something you've made and just take it, take that what? single block, and then teleport away.
0: A bunch of jerks. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're kind of jerks. So, Matt, but... and did you get to any phase of, like, building a little hovel or crafting a little suit of leather armor or anything like that?
2: No, well, basically, my third time playing, which was my second time doing survival mode, um, initially what I did is... I made a little hole in the side of a mountain and I hold myself in and you know at this point I learned how to make you know uh, tools and torches and I just sort of stayed I, I followed verbatim the video the, the, the tutorial the tutorial <laughs> which is very it's a very good video like you know it, it lays everything out brilliantly so I got bored after a while so I decided to explore the world so what I would do is I would try to get far, as far as I can, and at a certain point where I see the sun at a certain position, I'll create a cave for that evening. <laughs> a tomb yeah. to bury yourself. So yeah, so basically <laughs> that, that was my strategy. It's like, alright. But then, when the hunger thing started kicking in, it's like, oh, oh no, how do, how do I do this? Uh, how many I food? Just, I don't know. Oh, oh
1: Okay, yeah. so we'll have to... um. Gosh, what night would work for you guys? We gotta figure this out. Like when we could play like a good, really? solid, like at least two hours of like mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
1: multiplayer together. Um, maybe later this week, maybe Thursday or something. Perhaps. Yeah, we'll we'll figure that we'll out. Also, there's out. questions in the chat if we would do something with the the group, the community. Um, I probably think that be fun
0: when we play on the fan game. Yeah, if server, we do maybe. something on the
1: fan gamer server, but the server's probably already you know it's like the it's like yeah that's true it's like back in like you know there's the wild wild west and then there was like the well-developed east coast it's like deciding to play on the east coast part of the world you know like (laughs) people have been there for many years the land is well-developed like i remember the first time i came on one of the iterations of the minecraft server i kid you not there was a museum someone (laughs) built a museum That talked about the different items in the game and the, the history of the the server, and I was like, whoa! And there was a whole underground subway system that would take you places, and and this was like, wait, this before they had like powered um, rail cars and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was interesting. I don't think my server would be able to handle more than a handful of people because I've played probably I mean, right. we've had a, like eight or nine people and it can get a little choppy. But um, I don't know. Maybe we can figure out who still administers the Fangamer server and have them help us out. And we'll put something in the forum thread, which we'll link in the show notes, about when we're going to do like a community event because I think it would be fun to get anyone who is interested to come together. And I don't know if we would do survival or we would just you know screw around, go find some land and just you know do it up. Do do <laughs> make things, make a make Ben a new Game Boy house or something <laughs> like that. Be that Game be Boy Man's house. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, yeah, we're going to... So, I know that we said this was going to be the only episode, I think, in the ch- in the thread, but we're going to do another uh, Minecraft Game Club episode, probably in about three or so weeks, um, and we'll talk about multiplayer then. So, we'll be playing it consistently for the next couple weeks, and uh, it'll be good times. But I think that was a pretty good start for for Minecraft, uh, Game Club, and we'll continue on later. So we'll play, uh, we'll have to give some, some words over to Kevin, and we'll close out the show. Stay tuned a little bit longer.
5: I'm Kevin Williams, the godfather of the podcast, the main MasterCraft enchantment on this side of the Enderland. And this is my final word. So here's my deal with Minecraft. Last year, when the 1.0 update came out, I said to myself, I'm gonna take a real honest-to-goodness try at playing this game well. I went on the wiki, looked up all kinds of mining techniques and building ideas, craft recipes for things I hadn't considered before, like trapdoors leading out of your home base into emergency escape tunnels, got into a bit of a of bother when I accidentally built an exit from the nether in a totally unexplored part of my world, then lost my bearings when I had to escape through a leak in the cave ceiling, which turned out to actually be the floor of the ocean. But I managed to cobble up the parts for a compass and map, and I found my way home again. And I gave myself a project. I decided I would build a replica of a building we've got here in Ottawa, called the Queen's Lantern. It's a glass museum tower which reaches into the sky, expressing our contempt for both the sun and Mother Nature. Alright, maybe that's not exactly what the original architects had in mind, but I'm allowed to hijack the context when I'm building a virtual version of my own. So I crafted a bunch of shovels, dug up roughly half of a desert biome, smelted about a dozen glass block stacks, and, um, I forget what happened next, I think I finally got Skyward Sword or something. Anyway, my amazing tower never got built. Until now! Yes, folks, I am all too happy to rise to the challenge of the Gamer Podcast. When we clubbed on Yoshi's Island, I put in my earplugs and slogged through it. Whenever we do Halloween shows, don't I come up with something scary for you? So I says to myself, I says, Kevin, the time has come. The time to tear off the surly bonds of Earth and reach for the clouds. And I loaded up Minecraft, and I downloaded the new patch that I didn't know they'd released, and I respawned in my world, which is mine, and I looked up, and there's this big hole in the roof of my stone fortress outpost. And I go, oh yeah, that's right. The last time I played this game, I was still putting the finishing touches on that. So I finished it off. I finished the roof of my stronghold cleaned up the leftover snow from the ground by my enchantment table, and went to the box to collect my glass. Threw it on the crafting table, turned it into panes. If you're keeping track, panes are more economical than regular blocks because six blocks will turn into 16 panes. Then I got to work building up the tower. And let me say this about that. When you get to what you've decided will be the corner of a glass pane building, you may think, hey, why don't I make the corners bend inwards? It'll use the same amount of material, but it'll look prettier. Do not do this. It seems like a great idea at the time, when you're on the ground, but it becomes remarkably aggravating when you're about 20 blocks up in the sky, and you have to sneak around the zigzag every time you come to it as you circle around the perimeter, building it up one floor at a time. Well, in the end, I only fell off three times, died twice, but I was right outside my spawn point, so it wasn't that annoying. Still, by the time I finished, I was done, done, done. No more. I shut off the game last weekend and didn't give it another moment's thought. Well, okay, actually, that's not true. I did a little calculation in the margins of my notes when I was in college. I just wanted to figure out, you know, if I was gonna put some, uh, staircases inside my transparent monument, how many would I have to build just to get to the top? And of course I'd want them to be brick stairs, cause brick is a classy texture, so I'd need a few more shovels to dig up the clay, which I smelt into bricks and then craft into blocks which could turn into stairs and then I'll come back in June and go, Oh yeah, that's right, the last time I played this game, I left a half dozen stacks of bricks in this chest and I was going to build a big fancy Ascension piece there. And I'm going to have to deal with that before I can get on with whatever else I thought I was going to do today, and so there goes the rest of my afternoon. Well, at least I've got Netflix. Let's put on a cowboy western in the background and get this thing done. For Fangamer, I'm Kevin Williams.
1: All right, let's close out the show. Things to say: if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, uh, you have questions, comments, or concerns about you know about how much we do or don't love Persona or Animal Crossing or how we contradict ourselves from time to time. You can leave us a voicemail. Hey, I
2: explained it. And <laughs> hey, by the okay. way, Gary, just to clarify, you forgot that Persona Four is coming out for Vita. I think for I Vita. Wait, really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. You didn't know that.
4: Right. It's not a
1: launch anyway. title, but it is It is coming out.
2: It'll have mopeds. That's all you need to know. <laughs>
1: um, so if you want to leave us a voicemail, 503-446-CAST, like podcast, C-A-S-T, you can also attach a MP3 file to an email and send that to us at podcast.fangamer.com or just send us a normal email. We like those too. Reviews on iTunes are also appreciated. let lets people know what the quality of the show they can expect. Uh, feedback is also good yay or nay Uh, we generally have forum threads up for what we're talking about each week over at the fangamer forums which you can check out in our show notes which i will say i forgot people some people don't they're like what are these show notes you always talk about if you go to fangamer.com every week we put up a blog post that has the information about this show and if you click the show me more button thing at the bottom It'll show things like, what's the music that Ben used that episode? And what was those news stories they talked about? Or other fun things like that. And you can find that data there and use it for what you would like. Um, I think that's about it. So next week's show, we're going to talk about the PlayStation Vita. We're trying to and have Corey on to talk about it with us. Uh, so if he's not here, I apologize. Because I totally jinxed it without confirming 100% <laughs> that he'd be available. But I think he will, hopefully. Um, but signing off for this week. Thank you for listening. Adios.
0: See ya. Good night. Good
1: have like a fifth of this bottle left guys we could do another 20 minutes of podcast god
0: totally